0: And I was just like, excuse me. Like he was like, and it was just this whole intimidation, like looking down upon. And I just was like, whoa, like that's, that's what you're putting out there. Welcome to the Horsewoman Project, a podcast where we talk about all things horsewoman, from relationships to truck issues taking care of your nutrition and fitness, and of course, horses. Hello, hello. Hey.
1: Well, we're going to get to know each other even
0: better. (laughs) 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 Because we talk about horses and other things so much that (laughs) might as well well, get to know all the favorite colors and all the other things.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Camry and I were talking about doing an episode like who knows who best and as we were thinking about that we realized well in the context of horses (laughs) we know each other pretty well but outside of horses like do I even know what Camry's favorite color is does she know mine you know so we're gonna go through that today Woohoo! (laughs) oh boy well we'll see here um so I just got like a list of about a 100 different questions to ask so some of these might be dumb but hey they might be fun too so (laughs) buckle up and get to know us both
0: a little bit better outside of our horse and fitness personas now everyone's getting more security questions for our passwords if we ever lose them (laughs) that's true maybe we should block those ones out
1: (laughs) oh gosh oh well this one's interesting so question number one what's your favorite sandwich and where did you eat it
0: Uh, the first one that comes to mind is a chicken monterey panini so that's just on a bagel and that's at ideal dairy that's the one that comes to mind (laughs) I'm sure I've probably had other ones over the years but
1: (laughs) that's really fancy
0: (laughs) I know it's really nice I love it so good
1: yeah, cause I, now mine's gonna seem really ghetto, but I'm like, <laughs> well, sometimes I make turkey sandwiches and I'll put like potato chips in them and eat that. <laughs> like that's a pretty good sandwich.
0: <laughs> Where did you eat it, Michaela?
1: Uh, well, you know, normally on the ground somewhere.
0: <laughs> Wait, you're on the ground or the sandwich? Yeah, is you on the know, ground. <laughs>
1: like I'm on the ground, sitting on in the grass or something, because making it either for lunches when I'd go and I used to work landscaping um, when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have my sandwich and then have a bag of chips and just stuff the chips in there and eat it while on my break or, you know, and going on trail rides or something. There I don't, I'm not really a big sandwich eater. <laughs> like, unless it's for a lunch, like a sack lunch, you know?
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. I lived on PB&J when I was young. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. I was a processed food child. I was so picky. Oh, man. You want to know what I lived on? Yes, ma'am. Bean and cheese microwave burritos, blueberry bagels, macaroni and cheese, and peanut butter and jam sandwiches. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> that explains so much about my nutrition now, doesn't it, <laughs> of oh, That's funny. <laughs> well, before I had
1: allergies and got super sick... My favorite after school snack was a cheese bagel and I'd cut it open and then I'd put a bunch of cheese on top of it and melt it and then I'd have it with like a whole can of peaches. Okay. That was my favorite snack. I miss it. I was gonna say, I can tell you miss the cheese. You're like, dairy (laughs) like cheese is one of those things that I still am like, would it hurt that bad? if I just had some, (laughs) my husband's like, yes, yes, I would. You cannot. No. It's
0: like, thanks for the reminder. I know. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite place on earth?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I would have to say my grandma's house, to be honest. Um, just, I just have really fun memories of growing up there and hanging out there and just all of the sounds because um, they always had like cows and horses and stuff in the fields behind them. And I just, I love this, this kind of like, you're going to, you're going to get to know me here, guys. Um, one, I've got like two or three favorite sounds. First one is, I love it. Like the bulls, their mating calls. It's like one of my favorite sounds. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> and like where my grandparents were there there would be a lot of like Angus bulls in, in the back and they'd be calling and it was in this valley so it would like echo around the mountains and for some reason it just still is one of my favorite sounds. And then my grandpa used to water his his lawn with the old sprinklers that you know would go and that is still one of my favorite sounds as well. So I know I have just a lot of fond memories there. And it was always a place where I just felt like I could just completely disconnect and just be without having to be somebody else.
0: So what's yours? I love that. Um, By the way, that sound of sprinklers is another one of my favorites when we irrigate and ours are going around. It's like, oh. Such a peaceful sound. We just sit on the back porch and listen to the sprinklers go. So I feel you there. Yes. It's um, nice. My favorite place on earth that I can think of right now would probably be Shinkigae Island. So that's where, if anyone knows the book Missy of um that's it's the island that that book is based off of. And I think the reason why that's what comes to comes to mind is because it combines all the things that I love. So there was the ocean and we got to kayak. I guided kayak tour. So I got to be in the ocean every day. And, but then I also got to train these amazing little ponies. I got to work with a couple little ones. And then I also got to train Misty 3 while I was there. And it was just so fun. So it was like the perfect combination of all of the things that I love. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was lovely. And then it was also right after it was like, eight or nine months after Larry and I got married and the first few months were a bit stressful and it was just this summer of working and living there where it was we just got to like you said like be us and just be carefree and young and (laughs) and in love so
1: oh have my hubby there with (laughs) you
0: I know it sounds corny but it was a lot of fun it was great
1: (laughs) no it sounds wonderful all of your favorite things in one place
0: Mm-hmm.
1: oh this one's gonna be hard what's one place you've visited that you never want to return to
0: <laughs> I have a good answer for this one go for it <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even just a place I visited it is a place that I lived and I'm sorry I would never go back there and that is Wheatland Wyoming if anyone of our listeners lives there <laughs> she <sorry>. apologizes now <laughs> No, uh, we lived there for a year, and we went for Larry's job, and it was just miserable. It's in the windiest corridor in the nation, so it was like 80 mile an hour winds every day, all winter long, and even in the other months, it was like maybe 50 or 60 mile an hour winds. <laughs> like, it was horrible, and there was, like, I don't regret it in that I met a couple people there Um that are, i'm still connected with that are just lifelong friends so in that regard i don't regret going but would i go back no you could not pay me like you could pay me a million dollars a year and i would not live there <laughs> never again never
1: again <laughs> wind is the most horrible thing i feel like i can handle a lot of things but
0: wind i just no. so i'm with yeah. you on that one that
1: would be miserable
0: well, and it was it was also difficult because we actually lived in a neighboring town called Guernsey, which was about a half an hour away, and that town had 1,100 people in it and not very many young people. Like, we only had one other couple that we knew of that was in that town that was our age, but they had kids and we didn't have kids. And there's also, like, nothing to do there. Um, you have to drive either well, probably about 45 minutes any direction to get somewhere like we had to drive over an hour just to go grocery shopping so we were like middle of nowhere um so larry would take the car to work my husband larry for the listeners that don't know he would take his car to wheatland half an hour away in the mornings and then i would be without a vehicle all day long so like i couldn't go anywhere and so like i would hike around our little town because there's a little river that went through it but that got old real fast. Uh, and, and then, like I said, like I didn't have any friends because no one lived there that was like younger. And so we did make friends with, like I said, we did have a few people that, that we met there. But yeah, it was, it was very lonely and very isolated and very ugly, to be completely honest. Dirt and sagebrush and no mountains. And I was like, I need mountains or the ocean. I need one or the other. Because <laughs> no mountain and no oceans makes for a lot of dreary scenery in my opinion so yeah and then you've got the wind to back that up yeah
1: and then 80 mile an hour winds (laughs) can we tell i hate wind (laughs) yeah no kidding oh i hate it so much i'm like i'd much rather ride in a rainstorm it
0: Mm -hmm. could be pouring
1: rain and that would be fine but man just a little bit of wind even even like 10 mile an hour winds are enough to make me be like oh
0: So, did I talk long enough for you to figure out where your place you visited, you never want to return? (laughs) Actually, no. I'm like, (laughs) because there's a couple of places that come to mind, but I'm like, but I could see
1: returning there. So, if we talk about, like, you know, would I want to live there? No. But would I go visit again? Probably. I don't know. So, one place that comes up for me is actually Yellowstone, Um, Mm. because we we used to go on a school trip like I think it was like when we were 12 or something and we'd get to go spend three or four days in Yellowstone and we'd sleep there and do all the hikes and do all of like visit all of the historical things so it was really really cool really cool experience it's really pretty but the geysers if you guys haven't ever seen geysers they stink so bad and I just ended up with the worst migraines going on that field trip and so like that's my biggest memory is just like oh I was just so sick especially (laughs) especially that third day of like hiking around all the geysers so I would totally go back um because it is gorgeous and there's so much there but it's not something that I'm like I want to go every year or anything like that like I haven't been back since then if I remember right I'm I don't well at least I don't think I have And it's just because I have that memory of the smell. I'm
0: like, ugh. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't been there since I was probably, oh gosh, probably 10. Somewhere around there. So it's been a long time. I remember having a buffalo walk right next to our car. And I wanted to unroll my window and and pet the buffalo. And my mama was like, absolutely not. (laughs) And I was like, Why? You'd be one of those people.
1: <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. I'll connect with it. It won't charge me. <laughs> it'll just swing its head into the mirror and smack the front of the car. I mean, no, come on. <laughs> it's just a
0: docile little thing. Let me just reach my arm out there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We've All right. Close enough.
1: Like I've been to Bear World and stuff. Bear World is cool. If you haven't been to Bear uh. World, you should go to Bear World get to see all the bears and it's really awesome for kids because they have rides and stuff there too so it's just a fun little park
0: i've heard it's really good
1: all right do i oh you get to read this one because i read the last one
0: okay what is the best show on tv right now this is gonna say a lot about you Michaela. no i'm just kidding (laughs) but sort of i mean (laughs) what tv shows you like kind of does speak to your personality
1: (laughs) you think so (laughs) because So I guess let's clarify this question: Is it a show that has to be running, or is it just on my TV right now? Because <laughs> that's a different; those are different things.
0: Uh anything you're watching, it can be old, new, on a streaming service.
1: Okay, yeah, this is gonna say a lot about me, guys. I love <laughs> old shows, and I'm I'm talking old, like 1960s. Oh, okay. Shows they are my favorite things. Um, so some of my favorite ones. Gosh, but the best. I'm just going to list my favorites because I have a lot of favorites.
0: Um, uh, but... We just go with the flow. We...
1: <laughs> Me and you aren't rule followers all the way. <laughs> right. We love to talk. So here's our list. <laughs> <laughs> um, but The Dick Van Dyke Show is one of my favorites. And that it's black and white. It's a really cute sitcom. And what I love about the old shows is it's it's just fun. Like they're just fun and they're not rude and crude and have like i don't know they're just fun and funny so the dick van dyke show i love i love lucy um then there's some older ones that i like as well like 1970s 1980s i really love murder she wrote with angela lansbury um right now i'm actually watching the mary tyler moore show and that's based in the 70s and it's also really cute um i love golden girls <laughs> i'm trying to think what else but yeah, I love I love all those just old timey sitcoms where it's just it's just fun, right? No one's beating up on each other, no one's doing weird pranks, it's not super rude and crude, the parents aren't dumb, like it just it's just more like family life with some funny
0: skits, you know? So those are mine. How about yours? Well, currently I am watching Seinfeld. <laughs> Which I love So I actually am kind of along the same lines I like shows that make me laugh Something that's light Something that's not heavy Um, And like don't get me wrong I've watched some of the heavier ones But like there are certain ones I can't get into Because they bring too, too much politics Or too much religion Or like other things into it That it's like okay Like this is my unwind time Like this is when I want something that's just gonna Like you said like be little skits And things that are just funny And so like one thing that we'll watch as a family with me and my kids is we've been watching the old really old um well not as old as you were talking but like the early on the very first episodes of America's Funniest Videos. Um and it's just too funny the kids love it and I'm like it was like the reels before there were reels like <laughs> <laughs> seriously though. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's it's just so fun and I love laughing with my kids and yeah, it's good to have something light. So yeah, Seinfeld's what I'm watching. Like another one would be How I Met Your Mother. Um, I think that one's really funny. So, have you seen that one?
1: I have started that one. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother. I have seen Seinfeld. Um, yeah, I've only I've only seen like I don't know the first season or so of How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. I can't remember I why do. we stopped watching it, but yeah. So I've seen some of that good deal (laughs) all right next one if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be
0: cheesecake hands down (laughs) no ums no thinking like cheesecake (laughs) i hear that how about for you one food well cheese. (laughs)
1: as you were just drooling about it a few minutes ago (laughs) like i miss (laughs) jesus um oh gosh i I think i'm on a pasta kick right now and i have been like this last year like pasta anything i love pasta salad i love spaghetti i love you know pasta and soup (laughs) i just pasta is my thing right now so i'll probably go with pasta for now But we might have to revisit these questions later. (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) And next week it might change. (laughs) Right? Okay. What is the worst movie you ever saw?
1: I don't know oh skip that oh wait oh no
0: you have a good answer
1: well except i can't think of like what the movie's actually called
0: (laughs) (laughs) right because it's it's the worst
1: movie i know but it was just it was one of those it was like we were watching as a family one time and we're all just like disgusted by it we finally just turned it off we're like well (laughs) let's move on i can't remember what it's called so but it has um Oh, you know, and I'm terrible with names, so I can't even tell you the actor that is on it, so.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. But yeah. So mine, I can't remember what it's called either, but I do remember who was in it, and it was Robin Williams, and it was the same thing. Like, I I was watching it with some friends in college, and I was just, it was very crude, and it was very, just not fun to watch. It didn't flow well, which I was surprised because I love Robin Williams, and I'm like, really? (laughs) It was horrible. I hated it. So, Love Robin Williams, though. (laughs) So which one was it? I can't remember what it's called. I actually am just scrolling through to see if I can find it, but I'm not seeing it. I can't remember.
1: I cannot remember. We're terrible at this question. (laughs) I know.
0: It was just mean and rude, like lots of rudeness and yeah rudeness happening between lots of people and i'm like this is just not funny right <laughs> it was designed to be funny but it just wasn't funny to me so
1: <laughs> i think so i think it was will ferrell was in the movie i'm thinking of and they are okay. going out and it's like they're they're back in time with the dinosaurs or something Huh. And all I remember of it was he was kind of going crazy and he was drinking their pee and stuff and that's about the time we turned the movie off. Right we're like, <laughs> we're good.
0: <laughs> Alright, next question. What is the best thing you've read in the last five years? That's a tough one.
1: Well, best thing. <laughs> Gosh, these ones are like, I'm going to have to think. Um, That's a long time too five years. I know huh? I mean I have to go with Harry Potter. I read it every night <laughs> Do you? Is like my yeah that's what I go to sleep to like i just put audible on. my husband's so sick of the Harry Potter series now because we've gone through every single book except except the seventh one because the seventh one isn't is new enough for me that I can't go to sleep to it. I don't know the story as well, but all the other ones I just love I I don't know for some reason I never get sick of Harry Potter
0: I oh yeah I was obsessed with it when I was young and then it was awesome because then the movies started coming out and they came out the weekend of my birthday for several years in a row and, and there I was you like go. yeah <laughs> so we go have Harry Potter parties at the movie theater <laughs> oh I love that and my kids have started reading it too Tripp started reading it when he was seven yeah and he loves it too
1: He's... I feel like that's when I started reading it was about mm-hmm. when I was seven.
0: Yeah. It's just so good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> I'm trying to think what mine isn't a book that is a, a fantasy or anything like that. It's probably that Sacred Spaces by Susan Fay. Just because you kind of know Michaela knows my history with it. It was kind of a changed my mind on some of the woo woo stuff it allowed me to get a little bit deeper into it. Helped me tie the science into the woo. Yeah, the so. woo stuff
1: with horses, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: okay. Um, what's the one item of clothing you couldn't
0: live without? Hoodies. I love jackets. <laughs> I am a jacket person. I think I have like twenty. <laughs> I have to agree with you on that one.
1: I think I'm probably more of a sweatpants. Oh, like, if if I'm going to pick just one, I love sweatpants. Especially my husband's sweatpants.
0: They're my favorite. <laughs> They're nice and roomy.
1: Yes, He's a big just, guy. Like, <laughs> so comfy. Oh, yes, they are very roomy.
0: Like, <laughs> if
1: I really wanted to, they could cover all of me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Just do one of those things where you like zip up the, the, you cinch the thing up at your neck instead of your waist with the pants and put your arms inside. Yep, there we go. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay, Michaela, if you could only bring three things with you on a deserted island, what would you pick? Okay, my husband, because I like him.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, water and food probably dumb but seriously <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I'm gonna go with you took my first one um, my husband but I think I'm gonna go with things it says things not people so I'm gonna go with things because I, I, I guess we talked about we're type 8 right so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> type A, but not really. Like at the know.
1: beginning of this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're flexible type A's. Does that even is that even a thing? Okay. So three things. A cow, my horse, and a water filter. Because the cow will feed you for like a year. That's true. And my horse will save my feet all the walking. Anyway, not that yeah, you needed reasons why. All over this island. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I like it. Okay, if you could have one material thing from... oh, sorry, let me try that again. If you could save one material thing from a fire, what would you save?
0: Oh, for like a house fire, huh? Hmm, that's a great question. Probably my kids' scrapbooks from their first year of life. That sounds really corny. Aw, that's
1: <laughs> cute.
0: <laughs> it just, like, has all the memories in it of, like, how I was feeling and, like, what I experienced with their first year. So, like, that's, yeah. They were cute babies. Really cute. I love babies, though. Like, I love the, the first year. Like, the newborn phase. Oh, I could do it again. Not really. I can do it in my mind (laughs) I am done with kids but what about you Kayla what would you save I don't know
1: because I'm like racking my brain like okay what can I not live without that's in my house right now that's material your hard drive (laughs) yeah I'm like I guess my hard drive with everything (laughs) on it like if we get if we get practical like my my uh i've got a binder you know with all the important documents and stuff in. so i guess i'd grab that but like honestly i can't think of anything that i'm like you know would be extremely devastated if it right burned up Um, i don't know what that says Mm -hmm. about me but like I have a lot of stuff though. But it just, just means you're not like,
0: attached whatever. to stuff. You're like I wouldn't yeah. save any of it. I would just get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay,
1: are my animals out? Is my husband out? Are the kids
0: out? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, but yeah, I guess just the important stuff. That's the only thing I can think of. It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Um your biggest
0: pet peeve. Oh, I got so, a lot of these. I know. I'm like I have several. <laughs> <laughs> which one is the biggest one? Well, I'm gonna say that just the first one that came to my head, which is when people walk under their horse's head while they're tied. So, do you have a top one, Michaela, or are you gonna give us like a list of pet peeves here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like,
1: because there's a lot of ties here, but I, I think, I think my biggest one has to be burping. I can't really? stand burping. It, it, it is not a thing that I can tolerate (laughs) I just it makes me like want to gag and I definitely am not someone who will be
0: around if you start a burping contest I'll probably just leave that's hilarious because my brother and my sister used to do that all the time I would join in on it too but I haven't done it since I was like lived at home so
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's I just can't stand it. My husband will sometimes burp just to annoy me. I'm just like, oh, I can't do burping.
0: So now I okay, I want to stick with this one for a second because now I'm curious. What are what's another pet peeve? <laughs> well, go along with
1: burping, I hate farting too. Like, you know, just those noises and the of gases from your body I can't do <laughs> it's
0: just gross <laughs> okay the worst part about farts I guess we're just gonna talk about farts for a minute apparently I hate it when my husband will like lift his leg <laughs> I'm like oh that's so I bad <laughs> I hate that like okay everybody farts like we're all humans but when you like purposely like lift your leg and like <laughs> or do it on someone or <laughs> I'm like seriously <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, like, that would honestly just make me super mad. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> my poor husband, because I'm just like, nope. And and every time, like, any of those comes up, what do you say afterwards? Our kids are not going to grow up thinking that it's okay to just make these noises. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would say those are probably my biggest pet peeves when it comes to just, like, human stuff. There's a lot yeah. when it comes to, like, horses stuff or fitness stuff, but. I think just as a personal thing, those are probably my two biggest ones. There you
0: go. Oh, that's funny. Well, let's see. What's next? What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, I hate questions like this. <laughs> I do, too. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm like, it's always changing.
1: Do I, I have know. to pick one? <laughs> I'm not much of a movie person, to be honest. Like I love shows. I'm more of a show mm-hmm. person. I very rarely like movies. I like I like storylines that continue forward, where I don't have to be so bought into the one storyline. So shows are my thing. So my favorite shows, all of the ones that I listed before,
0: (laughs) those are all (laughs) there. You go. (laughs) Well, and I mean, I guess to go along the lines of what we talked about earlier too, is like Harry Potter was a big movie or series of movies for me for a long time. So that's probably up there with the some of the top ones. Ooh, this is a good question. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Tim McGraw. Mm, he was really go. good.
1: And to give you some background, I hate concerts. I just don't <laughs> like them. Like, they're too loud. They o- I always end up with a headache. All the flashing lights, it's always just too much. Um, but Tim McGraw, um, I went to his concert a few years ago. He, he was at the Stadium of Fire um, for the 4th of July in, in Provo. And it was really good. He did a very good job, um, where I just don't feel like it was very loud. And I love Tim McGraw. I love all of his older songs and, and everything. Um, and then he had Hunter Hayes. I don't know if you were ever a Hunter Hayes fan, but man, Hunter Hayes was, came out when I was in high school and we were all big fans. (laughs) And so Hunter Hayes was the one who, who, what do you call it when they performed first?
0: Oh, uh, he opened for him, or he? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if there might be another term for it, but <laughs> that
1: sounds good. <laughs> Hunter Hayes opened for him, and yeah, that one was probably my favorite.
0: Nice. Yeah, there was actually a. I went to a Hunter Hayes concert once in Wy- when I lived in Wyoming, and the band that it was called the Chancey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band, and it was just a little like local band, and they were. I loved them, Loved. The Hunter Hayes part and loved the that part so yeah it was good. No, I would have to say though the one that came to mind for me with the best concert and it's not like a concert it's a Broadway musical but I went and saw Wicked um, on Broadway and that was amazing I loved that so that was probably one of my favorite performances so That's
1: cool. That is one I have not seen
0: I am a musical nerd like, I love musicals. Half the time when I'm out riding horses, I'm playing music from musicals <laughs> on my Spotify or my Pandora. <laughs> and people might think I'm crazy, but it's fine. <laughs> no, I like them,
1: too. I really like the music from Hamilton, especially. Mm-hmm. I really like all of that music. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh. <laughs> What's the worst date you've ever been on? I don't know if we <laughs> want to open this. <laughs> This kind of words are not on this.
0: Um, mine is so awkward, I should not share it on a public forum. So.
1: Yeah, like I think we've already shared these with each other. So guys, I'm sorry. Maybe we'll do like a um, a private episode and we'll tell you guys this one. We'll move on. Um, Would
0: you rather be hot or cold? Well, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said hot, hands down. But I have shifted into cold. But I guess that depends on how extreme. So, like, where you live, Michaela, where it got to, like, negative 20? Nope. No. <laughs> um, but, like, I had a friend post this thing on Facebook the other day. And she said, I much prefer um, 102 degrees to 32. And I was like... Oh hell no. <laughs> like uh, thirty-two is so manageable. Like, you know, if you're above you twenty can ride at thirty two. Oh yeah. Like you yeah. can ride your horse, you can be out there, you can put layers on, you can have a heated vest on. Like it's so much easier to manage. But at a hundred and two, I can do nothing outside. Like I can water my horses. I like <laughs> I can't ride though. Like and then even just going for a walk, like I can't walk my dogs because the pavement's too hot for their feet, you know. So all the things that I like to do, I can't do. So yeah, I would much rather have cold than heat, to a degree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's <a good laughs> not <point>. negative twenty.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I think it depends. Like, would I rather be one of those things? So like perpetually cold or perpetually hot? Like, mm, if if we go in that route, oi. I hate being cold. I think I'd rather be hot. Like if I had Mm -hmm. to perpetually just actually be hot, you know, internally. As far as outside, gosh, I don't know because I think I think of it on the extremes, right? Like the negative (laughs) twenty and the hundred and ten. It's like how about neither. But I agree, like, in your context, like, I'd much prefer, I think, 32 degrees over 100 and something degrees. Because, like yeah. you said, there's so much you can do. You can layer up and do all of those things. So, yeah. Oh, I'm skipping 16 because I have no idea. <laughs> I guess you're a singer, though. Do we, Should we do 16?
0: No, yeah, it's okay. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> <We'll> skip it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite quote?
0: Ooh, I'm going to have to pull it up so I say it properly. It's actually on my website, because it's my favorite. If I can find it. Okay. So, it says, you can never rely on a horse that is educated by fear. There will always be something that he fears more than you. But when he trusts you, he will ask you what to do when he is afraid. And it is by, if I even pronounce this correctly, Antoine de Plouvenel. So... Yeah. Sounds French, <laughs> maybe Italian. I think
1: you did a great job pronouncing that. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, hey, I, can't I did tell you take it's French, French for four years in high school. <laughs> I love that,
0: <clears throat> but I think it goes with humans too. You know, when you educate by fear um, or intimidation, you know, there's going to be something that intimidates them or scares them more than you do. But if someone trusts you, like that's when they're going to grow because they're going to come to you if they don't know, and they're going to ask you, or they're going to. If they get scared or, or concerned, they're going to come to you. So whether it's a horse or a human, I think this quote is probably one of my very favorites. I love that. I am so not
1: refined. <laughs> like, i <I'm like, laughs> favorite quote. <laughs> I have a lot of different quotes that I like. I think right now, and, and it goes along with whatever I'm doing in the present moment or whatever I'm reading or whatever's mm-hmm. going on. Um, But I think this the last couple of years my favorite quote and i i can't tell you who said it um but it's little by little a little becomes a lot i really like that because it's like you know just one small step at a time and pretty soon that all adds up to being a lot um in anything that you do and that's something i've been living at like you know every day when i'm like Ugh. I just, I feel overwhelmed or I can't do this or things aren't happening fast enough. It's like, okay, little by little, a little becomes a lot. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep taking that one step forward. Um, and it's been really
0: helpful. Awesome. I love that. It makes me think of, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, Phil Haugen. That's a horse trainer and his like tagline is 1% better. Um, So I love that just little tiny steps. You know, you don't need to do all 10 things that you want to, to progress at and do all of them in one day or in one week or in one year, you know, it's all just those baby steps.
1: Yeah, no, I love the 1% better. That's when I use a lot and it's like, it goes so much until you're lifting, you know, you want to improve your lifting like 1% each time you go in. It's not it's 1% like can we add 1% of weight to this or 1% of movement to this or 1% longer and it's the same you know anytime anything comes up it's like yeah like shit happens so what can you do tomorrow to be 1% better than today
0: yeah that's
1: all you have to focus on
0: yeah so I kind of wanted to share something kind of along the lines of both of the things we just shared and I sent it to you on Instagram Uh, it was a real And I'm not going to name names because I don't want to, like, shame anybody. But it was a big name horse trainer. And his video was saying something along the lines of, you know, if your horse is great and is collected and knows how to do all the things you want it to do, then great. You're awesome. And you're great. And he said, but if your horse is a piece of crap, then you're a piece of crap. And I was just like, excuse wow. me. Like he was like, and it was just this whole intimidation, like looking down upon. And I just was like, whoa, like that's, that's what you're putting out there. And so it was, which I do agree with the the fact that your horse does mirror you. So, you know, if your horse is struggling with anxiety, it's a good time for you to maybe look in on your anxiety which I do agree with you know horses are going to mirror you and and reflect back what you give to them but to put it in such a way of like you're a piece (laughs) like I'm like whoa 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 like people are human like we're not out there trying to be horrible people and trying to be like we're all human and we're just showing up trying to be our best selves and like motivating, trying to motivate people to be better for their horse by telling them they're a piece of crap. is just, I was like, what? No, like, ah, <laughs> so if anyone else heard that and like, it made you feel bad, I'm so sorry, like for him <laughs> on your behalf. Like, oh, it just, ugh. I just wanted to delete it. I'm like, no. <laughs> so no, I anyway. agree.
1: I don't feel like that kind of motivation ever works. You know, because then when you do get to a point where you're like, oh, well, yeah, my horse does this thing, but am I still a piece of crap? Or is is this it? But then it also puts way too much pressure on your horse, too. It's like, hold on. (laughs) Your horse does not define you. They are just your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, just along the lines of educating by fear and intimidation and, like, (laughs) trying to be better. I'm like, be better because you want to be better, not because you think you're a piece of crap. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So there's my little spiel (laughs) tangent. Okay,
1: next one. What was the best meal you ever ate?
0: Oh, I think I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I remember how delicious it was. It's been so many years. It was when I was traveling Europe. European food is amazing, you guys so good like their their breakfasts and their like pastries i'm a pastry person mm. but even like their dinners there it was oh it was so good best food i think i've ever had was in europe so maybe not best meal but best food overall.
1: <laughs> i like it i will go to europe someday <laughs> and
0: try, one day
1: mm-hmm. try as much of the food that i can have <laughs> <laughs> um so the first thing that's coming up in my head, like I can taste it almost. So I'm like, I think this is the best one so far. Um, we went to a cute little Thai restaurant that's local here um, in Haley, Idaho. And they served like it was this roasted duck something. I think it was a curry. And like the way that they cooked the duck was just like the best thing ever. Like my, I'm like salivating over here. (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) So um, that's the one that's coming to mind for me was that I love Thai food. Nice.
0: You're a spicy person, huh? No, 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 no.
1: Isn't Thai food spicy? <laughs> it can get spicy, but I am like a zero on the scale of spicy. Like like mild salsa burns my mouth, Catherine. <laughs> Me too. A, I am not a spicy person
0: whatsoever. Well, curry is usually very spicy, so I don't know what kind of curry you were eating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I eat the cream say and they go, How how spicy do you want them? I'm like, zero? No spice?
0: <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So what is your least favorite genre of music?
1: I don't like things that scream at me.
0: (laughs) I think that applies to more than just music.
1: (laughs) It does. It does. Like so much more. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, if if you're gonna scream at me, it's probably not gonna work out well. So <laughs> other than that, I feel like I'm pretty open to most music,
0: yeah, for me, it's like rap and things like that. And a lot of because of the kind of the same thing, the screaming, but just the heaviness of it, like they're very a lot of songs can be like derogatory or um just like heavy and downer and like depressing versus I feel like a lot of other types of music lift me up more it's kind of like with the tv shows too i like things that are light and and airy and and happy and not depressing <laughs> or angry i don't like angry music maybe that's the word angry music
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so not even a genre we just we don't want people to be mad at us <laughs> <laughs> yelling screaming rapping <laughs> oh my God. i do like some rapping um but i agree with you like you, you have to find and pick and choose the ones that help lift you up versus bring you down. Mm. Um. Do you like coffee or
0: tea better? <laughs> well, if you do not know the answer to this one, then you really don't know me, Michaela. <laughs> Michaela, go ahead and answer for me. <laughs> coffee. Coffee. Coffee is like, it would be my one thing that like. If I had to get rid of all the other foods that I love, coffee would be the thing that I'm like, yep, I'm still having that one. (laughs) Get rid of the sugar, get rid of other things, give me coffee. Okay. Although I have to have coffee with a little sugar in it, so (laughs) yes. I guess
1: that doesn't count, but (laughs) don't get rid of the sugar, I changed my mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no no black coffee.
1: Yeah. I actually really don't like either coffee or tea very much.
0: Mm. Like I just
1: I don't know. I don't I don't love drinking things very well. I just have an aversion to things that taste <laughs> when you're drinking them. Unless it's a smoothie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's like water or lemonade is about all I really like. Other than that, like coffee and, and tea, I just have a hard time with the tastes. It, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what I've put into them. And I've tried different flavors and different things. And I'm just like... Ugh
0: just yeah so
1: not really much of either for those yeah
0: I've tried to make myself like tea and I really just kind of don't but I will say when you have certain flavors like I like the lemon one with honey in it when you're sick like that is nice when you're sick it's so nice on your throat when you've got a sore throat to have that lemon and honey so yeah there are some some teas that I do like but most of them and uh, like eh, like i could drink it but it's <laughs> not my first choice because <laughs> i'm like it would be so much healthier for me and that's why i'm like if i could make myself like tea then i could just have tea in the morning instead of coffee and nope <laughs> coffee coffee it is yeah and as far as vices go coffee's not that bad so
1: <laughs> no it's true i think you're fine <laughs> um Oh, we're getting into deeper
0: questions now.
1: How are we on time?
0: We're good. we got about 15 minutes.
1: Sweet. So what is on your bucket Sorry, bucket list. <laughs> I don't know if I cut out there. You did. I was like, <laughs> okay, should I make jealous. you stop? <laughs> <laughs> what is on your bucket list?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to have you say it again because we were half laughing when you said it. So that way when we patch it in, it'll sound better. So.
1: What is on your bucket list?
0: Oh, so many things. Going to Thailand.
1: Okay. Why?
0: Because it looks gorgeous and it combines a lot of the things that I love. So you get like your mountains and your jungles and your ocean and all of those fun adventure things. And yeah, it just looks amazing. Um, I was looking into it for quite a while, and we ended up deciding to go to the Virgin Islands instead for our vacation a couple of years ago. But Thailand is up there on the list. So cool. How about you?
1: Um, I think kind of along the same lines. Like as far as travel goes, I would love to go on an African safari. I just think that would be so cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it would. My sister lived there for like six months. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. In Ghana. So, yeah, she came back with cornrows and she looks a lot like me. Very tall forehead, blonde hair, narrow face. And let's just say cornrows were not... Not... uh, (laughs) like be careful what you say camry (laughs) they were very cute and very cultural but don't do cornrows again okay i love you (laughs) oh man i'm allowed to say it she's my sister
1: (laughs) well great then she can give us our our safari guide
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's see what are you most thankful for michaela
1: um it's it's gonna be corny but like seriously my husband I'm very thankful for him like he does so much for me and he puts up with me in a lot of ways and he sacrifices a lot for me and yeah I just I love that I've got that partner so I know it's probably like corny maybe cliche but
0: it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's cliche for a reason though you know like when you really do have a good relationship with your spouse, it's, you're, there's not a lot more you're more grateful for than, than that spouse that you're, that you chose to be with the rest of your life, you know?
1: <laughs> so, oh, seriously.
0: I feel you. Ah, uh, yeah, about the same. <laughs> and my kids. um, They, man, they're little balls of silliness and joy and they teach me so much. Like again, it's gonna sound kind of corny, but they they teach me a lot. And they have these moments where, like, I'll be having a bad day, and like my stress will be high, and they will just like I'll be being the meanest mom in the world, like just being like, "Go clean your rooms!" Like, oh, why do I have to ask you five times, you know, or whatever? And just like all of a sudden, it hits a tipping point, and I and I hit one of those points and and then they'll just be like okay mom we'll go get it done we love you and I'm like (laughs) oh so they just like have learned this skill that like when mom's upset we just have to be like I love you (laughs) and then she'll calm right down and it's fine (laughs) it's so just like the fact that they can do that I'm like I need to be more like my kids (laughs) that is so cute so, yeah, I'm thankful for my kids and my husband, but you you stole that one, so <laughs> uh, I didn't have kids, so I
1: get to steal that one. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess we'll try we this a, one. We got we, a heavy one. I know. What is your biggest regret in life?
0: So, I honestly don't think I have any regrets as far as like, I feel like at moments, like in weaker moments, if I were to be feeling really down, I would probably say that I do, but like in the mindset and the headspace I'm at right now, I'm thinking like, yes, there are things that have not gone a good way, or there are things in my past that I would have done differently with what I've known now, but I don't regret them because that's what made me who I am in this moment right now is because of everything that came before. So it's like do I regret it? Do I wish it, I could go back and change it? No, because I like who I am right now (laughs) and who I'm becoming. So I don't know, maybe that's a little bit, a little bit too corny, but.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think you're spot on. Um, And I think it just, I don't know, like you and I have done a lot of mental work in that area. I feel like we're Mm -hmm. we are to a point where we can say that. Cause I agree with you. I don't think back and think, oh, this one moment, if I would have just done this one thing, you know, and and I don't feel guilty about it. Like of course I have those times where I look back and there's some things I did when I was five that I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I was so dumb. (laughs) You know, it's like (laughs) so there's those little things, but but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, every every choice and every decision I've ever made is has is what has led me to where I'm at, at today and I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't give it up for anything because I need to be at where I'm at today you know but that doesn't mean yeah. it's easy that doesn't mean there isn't frustrations that doesn't mean I don't feel guilty about some things once in a while but I can't I can't even think of one thing that I'm like oh I really regret that
0: yeah and um, there was as you were talking it kind of made me realize there is one thing um, that's coming up, which is the week before my mom passed, I was driving through her area and I didn't stop and visit. So that is one where I'm like, yeah, I wish I would have seen, could have seen her one more time. So. Yeah. Hug your loved ones, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that's hard too, cause it's not like you knew. Nope. You know,
0: it was very sudden. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, we're getting in the deep stuff, Michaela. I know. Like should we move on <laughs> like, really fast?
1: <laughs> no, it it is hard um with situations like that and one thing that I thought cuz I I have quite a bit of trauma in my life and quite a bit of things that sometimes makes me like, you know, feel like oh my gosh, like I worry about somebody passing and I, oh I, I get, I don't know about you, but I get like some of the worst anxiety attacks sometimes when Eric travels somewhere. Cause I'm like, what if that is the last time I'm ever going to see him? You know, and sometimes it's, it's bad. Cause then I feel bad for being mad about things or, or <laughs> bad for having, having an emotion. And I, you know, cause it's like, Oh, what, what if he dies? And it's like, so I think just don't live there, you know, like try not to live there. Cause it's a hard place to live in and you. And you are allowed to have emotions. You are allowed to, you know, to just live and it's okay. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go to one that will get us a little lighter again. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like to spend your free time?
1: I mean, <laughs> if people haven't been listening to this podcast, maybe they don't know how we like to spend our free time. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, I mean, definitely riding. I love to be on the trail. That's probably my biggest thing. Outside of riding, um, I really enjoy walks, like going on mm-hmm. walks with my husband and my dogs. And then I really enjoy watching shows, too. Like, those are my well, – watching shows is my biggest wind-down thing. Like, every night I probably turn on at least one or two episodes of something just to help me calm down and get out of my head for a minute. Um but yeah, I mean, I just, I love being outside and I love being physical. So I also really enjoy just doing things around, around the property too. I just, I just enjoy working with my hands and being outside. So awesome.
0: My free time playing with mini mules. <laughs> um, little Kevin. I have a mini mule named Kevin. If any of our listeners haven't heard of the episodes, we talked about him a little bit. Um, And then I love spending time with friends. Um, Some people get like socializing drains their energy. Socializing for me, like (sighs) makes me feel so good. Um, And I think it's just because I do have a good group of friends. So doing things together with friends and family would be a good one. And then of course horses, you know, that's, that's my work time, but it is also my free time. And then uh, Michaela knows this because she came and hung out with me in my pool (laughs) after the retreat. And so floating in the pool is so nice when it's 90 something degrees outside and the pool is nice and cool and just a little above ground pool. We just got it like two or three weeks ago. So it's a new investment and I am loving it. I love the water. (laughs) It's It's a good
1: investment. It was wonderful. (laughs) It was so nice.
0: (laughs) All right, last one. You ready, Michaela? Shoot. What does your dream life look like?
1: Um, <laughs> You're like, well. <laughs> yes, I have lots of dreams, and that's kind of my problem sometimes, is I feel like my dreams kind of compete against each other once in a while. Um, But dream life, honestly, it would be able to have, like, a nice-ish barn with a good arena that I can ride in year-round, um, trail riding, all, all sorts of things like that, Um, you know, a happy marriage, my husband's successful in what he wants and what he's passionate in, and, and I feel good that way, and I'm able to serve both in what I do with, with fitness and nutrition, but as well as what I love to share on the horse side of things. Um. So it, it looks different, you know, like every vision of it looks different, but when it comes down to it, like the bases are just like continuing to feel passionate about what I do and continuing to be able to serve in ways that also fulfill me, um, as well as helping others fulfill what, what they're
0: needing and wanting too. I love that. So let's see my dream life doesn't look far off from what it is now. Um, I, since I was little, I, if, for those of you that haven't listened to earlier episodes, I grew up a city girl, did not know anything about horses, got into horses when I was 18. So ever since I was little, I didn't have horses and wanted horses. And, and I even have like pictures of my journals from when I was in like first, I think it was first grade where I drew a picture of me riding a horse. And, and when I grow up, I want to be a cowgirl. And so I've kind of made it my life's mission to become that and to get into horses. And, and then the more I've gotten into it, the more I really have found a lot of joy in being able to help teams, horse and rider teams together. So that's my probably one of my favorite parts of my job is to be able to help the riders with their own horse um, and then just be able to like, oh man, the ride that I had on this one filly today it's a two-year-old so she's just young and, and we're just playing and and um I've gotten a lot better over the years of just refining how soft I can get a horse at at that early on um and I could just pick up with you know a finger and she would just come right to my hands and just come right to me and it just it felt so amazing and so good and and we played with cows and and that and so it's like that's just my dream to be able to help these horses and these humans feel confident and and be able to communicate with each other and then just like have fun with horses, you know. Um so that's a big thing. The one thing I would change though that I would say to make my dream life like a hundred percent what I want it to be would be to have enough property to pasture my horses year round. That's the one thing that does make me a little sad sometimes to see my horses in dirt paddocks. And I'm like, I would just want you to be on green all year. (laughs) So that would be the dream. Have enough property to have farm ground all year long. It'll come. Oh, it will. (laughs) We've got got plans. Don't you worry.
1: (laughs) I love how you're in the middle of living your dream life. (laughs) It's like so awesome.
0: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. My hubby made it all possible. So could not have done it without him. Because I have the dream life of having two beautiful kids and and being able to have the job that I love. And there's no way if I were a single mom or anything else like that or just by myself that I could have made that happen. There's just, yeah, there's just no way. (laughs) So the fact that he works as hard as he does and and like right now we're building a new tax shed and it's going to be amazing you guys i'm so excited <laughs> it's going to have red walls and a red and white barn door and um every night when he gets home from work what does he go do goes back to work at home to work on the shed and like he's he just always puts in the time to to build what we love and because he we can't afford to buy one pre-made and have it put on our property but my husband is a jack of all trades. <laughs> he knows how to build things and weld and frame things and and put roofs on. and like he just does so many things. And so he has welded together all of our stalls and he has put up our fences and our <laughs> all of our shelters and everything and which would have cost us probably over a hundred thousand dollars more in all of those things combined if we would have paid for someone else to do it versus my husband doing it so he just puts in so much work I'm just amazed by how much work this guy puts in for me because it is all for me like (laughs) it's for the horses and it's for our property but it's for me really because the horses are my thing and they're a little bit his thing too but yeah I like my man he's pretty cool (laughs) I love (laughs) it
1: i love it well it was fun to get to know you a little bit more we'll save all these questions for another episode (laughs) maybe we'll dive into some of the deeper ones later (laughs) i know i got really deep there for a minute i'm not ready for this deepness (laughs) (laughs) all right go ahead
0: sign us (laughs) off. Let's just be awkward right here at the very end. It's fine. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Horsewoman Project. If you have a story to tell, please email us at thehorsewomanproject at gmail.com links to both of our websites social pages and emails will be added to the show notes as well as any links that are mentioned or contact information for our guests talk to you next week